Hi, I'm D&D enthusiast and dungeon master Ryan Howard. Do you love D&D and other tabletop RPGs? Do you want to hear stories from people who not only also love RPGs, but have created and impacted them throughout their storied careers? Do you like stories of triumph and tragedy from other players and dungeon masters? Do you like passable impressions of celebrities? If so, check out my weekly interview podcast, Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard, where I interview dungeon masters, players, content creators, and visionaries who love the game and all it stands for. Hear interviews with people like Larry Elmore, Shane Hensley, David Iwalt, Steve Kenson, and many more on Rollin' Bones with Ryan Howard. Listen on Anchor or wherever fine podcasts are heard. Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. In the previous episode, we just kind of dove right in without any preamble from me because I didn't have anything to say, and I didn't want to waste your time. But this week, I have several things to say. First and foremost, you may have noticed that we got a shiny new logo which I could not be happier with. Uh, It was done by our good friend, Andrew Kolb, who uh, we know in real life as a real human person, a high-quality human person. And he also supports the podcast, which makes him an even higher-quality human person. Uh, So thank you very much to Andrew Kolb for designing that logo for us. And I hope that everyone enjoys it as much as I do. I doubt that you enjoy it quite as much as I do, because I think I enjoy it, the most. An even somewhat bigger announcement is that we are going to do another giveaway. It's been a little while since we've done one, but with the new setting book for Eberron coming out very soon, we are going to give away a copy with the alternate cover. And if you haven't seen the alternate cover, you should go check it out. It looks awesome. Anyways, just go to our any of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at Knights and Nerds. On Facebook, we are Knights and Nerds Podcast. You can just go ahead and check out the relevant post for the details on how to enter, and then do that. Then follow the instructions, and you'll be entered for a chance to win. And you know what? Best of luck to you. So again, if you are interested in getting a copy of the Eberron setting book, which is coming out in a couple weeks, with the alternate cover, go ahead and find our post on social media, follow the instructions, and and then you can just sit there and, and twiddle your thumbs until we know it's winner, uh, which will be, which will be sometime in December. And finally, at the end of this episode, Candace and I will be reading a number of limericks, for our Kickstarter donors, that was part of our Kickstarter campaign. Feel no pressure to listen. Some of them are funny. Some of them are bizarre. So if you're interested in hearing those, just stay tuned until after the outro music. And I think that is just about all the announcements that I have to make, if you are enjoying these episodes. And I really do hope that you are. Uh, I would encourage you to 
tell a friend to listen or to leave us a rating or review if you like, but if you're content just to listen, that is okay too. And now let's rejoin our heroes, Candace, Katie, Matt, and Tom, otherwise known as Fiance, Vanna, Spruce Lee, and Gilladob Fabblestabble. Spruce had separated himself from the party to go warn Shigar, who took off into the night to go track down another one of these interlopers. And Spruce was on his way to reconnect with the rest of you who are at the Wizard's Tower, specifically on his staircase. Gilly has entered a room that has at least two hostels in it, one of whom has a silvery greatsword. The other is holding your friend Envedius the Wide. Envedius the Wise. <laughs> he's quite large. He's, he's called that because he's a perfect cube. <laughs> and the doors to his tower had to be specially made for his weird body. His square body. Someone was holding Envedius at sword point and using him as a human shield and there was a demand there were some demands and accusations there were some accusations that you weren't under your own right minds and then there was a demand that all of you throw down your weapons and spill your guts informationally to these people so Gilladob was in the room Faye and Vanna were on the staircase behind him. I don't know exactly how far. And you heard some encroachments behind you. So you think that you're probably a little bit sandwiched. No, I was talking to them, though, right? You were talking to... From the I don't staircase? Know. Okay. I don't remember you saying that you entered the room. It just seems very silly to come in and say his name three times from the staircase. Oh, uh, okay. Well... <laughs> That's okay. You didn't know a name. You just described him yeah, three times. Yeah, green, whatever. <laughs> it okay. still worked. Um, all right. Well, you can have you can have been in the room if you'd like. Okay. Uh, something I, I I don't know how well I conveyed it, but his the the wizard's room has sort of been tossed. Oh yeah, and they had the black orb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said it was used to communicate. Well, they said a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Because Gilly had asked if they weren't affected by it. And they said that they had learned how to control it, essentially. Or And they told you to tell them everything they, that you know about the Illithids. And then they used the other term, mind flayers. And that was the end. That is going to be wow. a very short conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, I'd be like, fucking throw down my weapon, zone of truth me, because I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah, communications were rough, but we used pictures, and we got through it. I'm going to disagree that you're through it, but okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, he's asking us now. We can, e- we can either now decide to throw it on our weapons or be can't remember. I know that was stated. I don't know if I... We we stopped before any decision okay. was made. So technically, right now, we're still... We're going to start this smash cut in media res in the middle of things. Just go over, like, the last... The very last thing that I can... Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Tell us everything you know about the Mind Flayers. Oh no, they sound like Muppets. Marvin the Martian. (laughs) Uh, I was going for Ray Romano, but. uh. (laughs) I, I, yeah. Wasn't it just throw throw down your weapons? Yeah, it's kind of like you can throw down your weapons. This was kind of their, you know, if you're not thralls, you'll surrender and come with us. Because I asked how we could prove that we weren't. Mm-hmm. And, and they say, and that's how. 
Are they saying come like we're leaving right away or can we talk where we're at? If you're asking that, he's going to be like, he's going to tell you that you're going to go on the ship. You're going to take a ride right now. So Vanna and Faye are currently here, but Spruce is not caught up yet. There's someone behind us as well. So if Spruce comes in, he's going to be coming up on someone else. Mm-hmm. If you, if we want to give you guys a, a sort of moment to think, even though you've had a week, several, <laughs> <laughs> several days. Uh, yeah. Spruce, you're, you're making a beeline towards the tower. It's raining. It's muddy. You just hogtied one of these dudes after he kind of, he kind of walloped you a little, a little bit, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He did. He did a little bit of a... And then I so mercifully did not kill him. Yeah. Yep. Much to... Shigar's sh- <laughs> chagrin. That was oh, kind of oh, as soon as I laughed, you knew it. You saw the cogs going. Uh, Name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Considering he's under their control, I feel like this is... Like- allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm... I'm running up. I got Dog with me, too, because he was with me the whole time, so... Is Dog with you? Dog's with me, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Do I make it to the... So as you're running towards the tower, you see that there is... Actually, can you... Give me a perception check. Mm, 14. Okay. You do make out... Oh, you got dark vision, too. Okay, yeah. You see that there is at least one figure sort of standing in the doorway. Their attention focused up... You know that the staircase goes up. So they're they're kind of not like their back is to you. Can I see that it's one of these guys? Can I tell that from where I am? Yeah. Yeah, you okay. can. Um how do I sneak up on someone? Stealth. That would be a stealth check. Okay, I'm going to tell Doc to stay. <laughs> Does he listen? See if that training is paid off. And make an animal handling check. Oh god. Oh yeah. 20. Okay. All right. So he is mid-step and he just freezes. <laughs> nice. Like he's pointing. Okay. So then I'm going to try and sneak up on this other dude. That's going to be 23 on my stealth check. On your stealth. Oh my gosh. I feel like Spruce is about to come in and just screw up all the diplomatic stuff that we've done. That's fine. Yeah. He doesn't know. Gilly's like, I'm going to fight anyways. No. <laughs> <laughs> He cannot hear you over the sound of the rain and the thunder. Okay, so how does it work if I want to try and, like, should have brought chloroform? Like, uh, <laughs> are you trying to immobilize him? Like, you're not trying to kill him or stab him. You just want to, like... I want to, I want to silence him and ideally, uh, yeah, immobilize him in some way. Whatever. All right, I'm just going to try and stun this guy, I guess. Um, so I'll just use, I have to hit him with a melee weapon. Um, all right. I guess I'll hit him with my glaive. Okay. <laughs> Maybe my quarterstaff. I'll hit him with my quarterstaff. Let's see. 25. 25 hits. Okay. Okay. So then I'm going to use stunning strike as well. So he will be stunned and it will do, uh, eight bludgeoning damage. So, does he have to roll a saving throw against yes. your stun? He, oh, that's right. Yeah, he does. Um, constitution saving throw. Okay, so I rolled a five, so I don't think he's going to 
I don't think he's going to pull through on that one. No, he does not. Okay. Okay, so he's stunned. Um, so maybe before he's able to really blurt anything out, I'm going to at least put my hand over his mouth and maybe try and tie like a gag. <laughs> put one of your ball gags in his mouth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if I have, if I can rip off a piece of cloth or something and kind of gag him. Well, he's kind of like wearing like a, like a cloth covering over his face. So you could like rip that off and then. Yeah. Shove it in his mouth. Okay. <laughs> so you're trying to basically to, to yank him out of like the doorway, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Splinter Cell style. Yeah, and make him be quiet. Okay. Give me, give me one more stealth check because I just want to see how well you managed to do that. Seventeen. Okay, so you, you stun this guy. You yank off his his hat or his toque or whatever his balaclava, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and you're like tie it real quick around his mouth and then you like just I don't know do you just like pull him out and throw him to the ground yeah I don't think I have anything to tie him up with anymore because I I think I used my rope to tie up the first guy so I guess you do attract the attention of the next one who's standing at the bottom of the stairwell and he cries out wait didn't he pass him if he went up the stairs he's not up the stairs he's just in the doorway that makes more sense yeah I, this spooks the, the two who are upstairs, so uh, it's time to roll initiative, everyone. 23. Oh, 21. Shit. 19. I got 19 oh. too! Best friends! <laughs> Gildob, you're up first. So I guess we all hear the scream of this guard. Yeah. I won't draw a weapon yet. I'll yell out Spruce's name at the chance that it might be him. Spruce, is that you? And I'll yell back and say, yeah, it's me. One of them was attacking Shigar. How much time do I have to speak? Can I just Not answer? Much. I'll just say it. Just yeah. Yeah, it's take me. your time. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> Go me. into detail. I'll just, I'll, I'll hold up my hands in an effort to look non-aggressive and um, just say, he doesn't know what's happening, but please try to stop this fighting and make an effort. But I, I will ready a, a spell, I suppose. Because I have a spell that's a bonus action, so I don't know about readying actions, like how much I can do. Because like a bonus action to summon a weapon, but I don't know if I could like ready a spell and an attack. Oh, like your your ice knife or whatever it is? It's or. A, Shadow blade. Shadow blade. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a cool one. So the bonus action summons the weapon, and then and then I would like make an action to attack. Yeah. Because otherwise, it is like a blade without a necessarily solid form made out of shadows. So I could probably cast it as a bonus action somewhere like hidden on my person, and then ready the action to attack if I needed it. He might notice me casting the spell, but. I could take that risk. Do you want to make a um, do a sleight of hand check on your on your bonus spell casting. casting? Okay. Fifteen. Okay. He does not seem to notice you casting a spell. Okay, so I cast it as a bonus action. I still have my hands up, but I do ready an attack if someone tries to harm me. Okay. Um, and I'll just keep trying to 
talking like, give him a chance. And I'll just say loudly enough that hopefully Spruce can hear us. It's like, we can work this out. And I'll just pass my turn. Okay, Spruce, that's you. Okay, so I guess having heard this then, trying to clue into it, the fact that maybe they hadn't been fighting the way that I had been. <laughs> um, I'm going to... This guy that I pulled out of the doorway, so he's still stunned. Am I... I'm not technically engaged with the other guy yet, right? I don't think so. Okay, so I'm just gonna... I'm gonna kind of quickly back up and grab the guy who's stunned and maybe just kind of hold or hold my quarterstaff kind of to him threateningly and basically ready in action against him. I'm not going to hit him, but I'm going to say like, I, you know, if we don't have to fight, I don't want to fight. I don't want to hurt you, but I was just attacked and a a friend of mine was attacked. And if you're hostile, I'm not going to hesitate to, to hit. So I'm going to ready this action uh, that if either one of these two at the bottom makes a move toward me, I'm going to hit him. And maybe I'll just say, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening? Yelling up the stairs, what's happening? They're holding invidious hostage. I'm genuinely torn. I'm genuinely torn as to what to do. You're more than welcome to just attack anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Spruce, can you make a persuasion check? Or are you trying to intimidate? I'm not necessarily trying to intimidate. I'm Spruce is very confused. He just he like he doesn't know what's going on. He walked he tried to, you know, warn his friend who was being attacked, so he attacked back. And then when he got up there it didn't sound like there was fighting, but so um, I Maybe guess, a persuasion check? Yeah. Thirteen. Oh, that's so middle of the road. <laughs> I have a minus one to persuasion. So. I guess I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't be trying to intimidate if what I said was, I don't want to fight. <laughs> I don't want to hurt you. Listen to me, motherfucker. Uh, I feel like I especially with fight. Gilly being the one to be like, we can work this out. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, if they knew us at all. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are not in a particularly charitable mood, like ever. Hmm. So Faye and Gilly are the are the only two that are in the room, and Van. I think I guess I was still in the stairwell, and I think I had my I readied my longbow, I believe. Right. Yeah, my feeling it was like I guess like Faye's kind of right at the top of the stairs. I'm like a couple steps into the room when they surprised me because you said I had like just walked in and then realized there was a person like just off to my side um, at the top of the flight of stairs. And I think Faye had noticed him and wait, the guy with the silvery greatsword. He's being sneaky. He will not attack and reiterate the demand that everyone disarms. And that's his turn. And now it is Vanna. Does does Spruce hear that? Yep. Ooh, hang on. Oh yes, yes. He's speaking common, right? Yes. This guy now. Oh, yeah. right. He is now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably like a weird. It might have He's been got the a first time you heard someone talk from them. Yeah. I don't know if the other guy talked at all. Well, he shouted something up, but it was more just like a scream, I think. Okay. Or more like a, just a. Ah. So, sorry. It's the, the the guy up top who. Yeah. The the one who's seems to be the leader. The one who is talking to Gilly. Okay. So that's his turn. Vena and then Faye. Does that one know that I'm there? No. Right. 
the one up. You're not totally sure what was said because um, I think Faye was translating some stuff. It's it's likely that the the one that you see holding Envetius hostage would have relayed that information in terms of how many there are. So let's say yes, he knows you're there. Well, I can't like really see what's going on up. You heard you heard behind you that Spruce came and attacked one of them, and then you heard Gilly sort of pleading for calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he reiterated the demand that everybody throw down your shit. Maybe I'll just, since Gilly's all by himself, nope, Spruce is all by himself, I'll kind of go down the stairs a little bit that way, just in case things go south, but I don't really know that I'd do anything else. So you're going down the stairs towards... Spruce. Spruce and... The other two. Right, okay. And that's it. Yes. Okay. Bow still in hand? Yes. All right. (laughs) It sounded super confident. Mm. Okay. Like, how close are you getting? Because one of these guys is still standing on the stairs somewhere, closer to the door. Like, oh, I don't know why I'm picturing this as a curved staircase. Like, is it possible for me to, like, tuck away a little bit so I'm not super obvious? Or is it just, like, they'll see me regardless? Um, okay, no, no, I guess it's... It is curved a little bit. Do you want to make a stealth check? Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> For, I rolled an eight, so. <laughs> Faye. I put down my weapon. You sheath it or you throw it on the I floor? I lay it down. I have. Yeah, one. I don't think I don't know if you had pulled it out at all. Nope. Yeah. But he asked us to lay it on our weapons. Okay. But I have several. <laughs> They're all on me, right? My rapier, my dagger, and my singing sword? Or did I ditch the rapier? You tell me. (laughs) I I don't know. You could have weapons that would be, like, on you for use, and then likely stuff that's, like, packed away. Okay. I can't see you having, like, two rapiers and a dagger all on your belt. All right, so I'm going to take... It's up to you. (laughs) I'm going to take singing sword out, Max. And lay him down on the in sheath so he doesn't talk. Okay. <laughs> right. Sorry, Max. <laughs> lay him on the floor and make a big show of it. And like showing like I'm very like non-confrontational. I'm ready to like do what they want. Whatever they need. Maybe while this is happening, so like Spruce is down, he doesn't know what's going on. He just heard the demand to lay down your weapons, so Spruce is gonna call up and be like are you guys doing it? <laughs> Are so we doing I will, it? I'll say very flourishly that guys do this. Like, I lay down my weapon as you've requested. Please hold off on the fighting. Wait. Let us discuss this. We can make this work, as Gilly has said. The one warrior who is not stunned. And does that last until the end of your next turn? Yeah, which technically I already had. Oh, okay. Right, because I stunned him, and then we rolled initiative, and then I went again. Right. And I okay. readied an action. So Okay. So he's no longer stunned. Okay. So he's going to stand up, and he's going to try to, like, grab your quarterstaff and yank it away from you. I feel like I was getting ready to, to kind of drop it, but now the fact that he's being aggressive about it, trying to just yank it out of my hand, I don't like that. Ah, <sighs> okay, but I did hear Faye... <laughs> lay down her weapon, I guess. Okay, I'm gonna let go of the quarterstaff, but I'm gonna reach back and put my hand on my glaive. 
I'm not going to draw it, but I'm going to have my hand on it. Okay. And I didn't use the attack that I had readied. Because I did have one readied. That if someone came near me, I could have done it. But I didn't. I just let go of it. And maybe I'll just... And Spruce will also just say, like, I don't want to... Uh, he'll just reiterate, I don't want to fight. The other creature comes around the corner to meet Vanna. Because... So they heard you coming. So now he's, like, just kind of, like, peeked around the corner. He's got his sword ready and, you know, motioning for you to drop your weapon. But that is their turn. Gilly, back to you. Yeah, Gilly will take off his venomous dagger and the short bow and place them on the ground. But keep a readied action for my shadow blade. Still got that. Okay. Um, We can stay in initiative order unless anyone's going to actually buck the trend. Or should we just jump ahead and say... Does anyone plan on attacking is what you're asking? Yeah. We all look at you, <laughs> I can take a hint from what everybody else is doing. <laughs> Gilly, when you lay down your stuff, do you say anything? <laughs> do I know that you're laying it down? Or can I call up and be like, is everyone else doing it? <laughs> hey, guys. Gilly would just be like repeating, like, no problem. Like, it's fine. Let's go back to conversation. That's just our companion spruce we just need to catch him up on what's happening okay so then i guess spruce is going to assume that if they're talking then we're trying to meet the demands so um i guess i have my longbow on me so i'll lay that down as well but i'm not gonna i'm not taking off my glaive it's 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 just kind of on my belt right like it's the glaive be gone so they're not necessarily going to know that it's a glaive so yeah it wouldn't really look like a no. weapon when it's all retracted looks like a dildo yeah, yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> so that i'll i'll kind of leave on but i'll take the bow off and set it down too and kind of just put my hands out like to make a gesture like i not. grabbed a horse earlier <laughs> i was gonna say you're like the kinky one with the ball gags and dildos and it's funny because like all of us have said these things and like and like we're razzing him like he's said them. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're the creeper <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the fuck's your problem, man? What Spruce Spruce does in his own time is his business. Okay, this is fascinating. This is absolutely not what I expected to happen. Leader guy is going to sort of walk towards one of the windows and he like motions, motions like this. He's like looking out the window, looking up. He motions like this and a rope drops down into his hand. And then he like sort of brings the end in and he ha- he holds it out to Gilly or Faye. And while this is happening, the two guys near the bottom are sort of trying to like corral you and Van up the stairs. Do they pick up our weapons or do they just like leave yeah. them on the ground? Yeah, they'll, they'll pick them up. Okay. okay. I would specifically say you can't leave those here <laughs> or like make sure to take those. And with the rope, he, he hands it out and he says, climb. Give a look around that, like, I would kind of try to delay enough if I can tell he's coming up the stairs so that we're all, like, inside of each other and just kind of try and make a nonverbal, like, agreement that this is okay, that everyone's safe. Um, I do have one question. Is uh, the wide safe? <laughs> he's alive. 
Are they going to kill him? Can we somehow confirm that? Like, I don't or know. ask if they're going to take him as I well. I only am asking as Candace because I don't think Faye would. Oh, be concerned. And be as concerned yeah. for his safety. Maybe she would. But I'd want to make sure because more. I'm at this point. I'm worried about saving my butt and everyone else's in our group. Yeah. But I don't want them to kill him because he had the smell of whatever on him, which because he had the orb, right? But because that would be the only reason that that we smelled like the mind flares or whatever they said. You have their stench all over you. (laughs) (laughs) They're part part of the mob now? (laughs) Yeah. They're going to break our kneecaps. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of rolls his eyes and says, we won't kill him if he's important to you. Is he coming with us? That's actually very reasonable. (laughs) So who's up first? I think I would say first that he's not I wouldn't say of importance, but he's innocent in all of this. And that we gave him the black orb to find out more about it. So hopefully that they can just leave him. Will they just leave him? Every drop of rain is responsible for the flood. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna start climbing the fucking rope. Jeez, write that down in your journal. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe as, as Spruce kind of gets pushed up the stairs and comes onto the scene and, and can see everyone I'll Spruce will just say um, one of your comrades <laughs> I don't know um, is at the inn or the the whatever he's hurt but he's alive I left him there just so you know <laughs> like he's just so you know that he's there you just get like just icy silence like them just staring you down <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you guys. He was attacking my friend. What would you have me do? I'm going to give, um, yeah, Spruce and Gil, you both get inspiration. I thought this was going to just go right down into a slog fest, but, uh. <laughs> they tried to talk. Yeah, yeah. Spruce, especially for that, for remembering about the lone man. Um, so everyone climbs up? Mm hmm. Okay. So this ship is not constructed like anything that you've seen. You have... Go ahead. As I'm climbing the rope, I just yell out the window and say, Dog, go home! (laughs) (laughs) Turn into Futurama with Dog just waiting there until you get back. No, I tell him to go home. I hope he goes back to the farmhouse. You see Dog run back to the farmhouse. Yay! Good boy. Good boy. Um... You can see that there's like methods of what you think are keeping this thing afloat, but in terms of methods of propulsion, you can't readily identify anything. And the ship has a handful of other, we'll call them crew members, but they all look the same as the ones you were fighting. And the leader guy, we'll call him the knight because of his big old sword, directs you sort of into a hold like underneath the top deck of the ship. And he's sort of followed by some of his companions who are all, you know, keeping a very, very close eye on you. And you can feel the ship gracefully, slowly lurch into motion. I would like to ask where we're going. (laughs) Vacation. (laughs) All I ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) A new world without new life. And all those problems. So they they kind of... (laughs) With hookers and blackjack. (laughs) 
are taking you into like a very bare room. It's not like a prison cell, but it's not very nice. Just this chamber or quarters, whatever you want to call it. And the knight directs everyone to sit and kind of takes a seat opposite you with the rest of his pals waiting outside. He lays his sword across his knees and he says, I want to make something very clear. We're not your saviors. We've come here to kill and you're going to tell us what we need to know. This entire land is scarred with the presence of the Illithids. They are here and we have been following them from one world to another. We can't go home until we've found them and taken their skulls as our prizes. If you are infected by them, you will die. Anyone who is infected by them will die. So he doesn't answer my question about where we're going. Hmm. <laughs> Zenas goes into this like big zone. Fan is like, well, what's where? rude? Just didn't answer my question. Even I have better manners than that. <laughs> you have been in close contact, either deliberately or unwittingly, with someone who has been turned, and you're going to tell us where to find them. You have the orb. You had the orb. You came across it. How? I know where. But what were you doing? Why did you have it? What What have you been doing? Faye, yes. <laughs> In the front. Thank you. Uh, I believe the orb fell out of a sack, which was in a hidden compartment in the bottom of a gem bag that we got from a gnome who spent time in the underdark, or sorry, in the caves that we mentioned before that we were in with the big library with the tubes and the dots and all the experiments on different species of people. And he found it down there and didn't, and heard whispering and didn't want anyone else to come in contact with it. We've also heard the whispering and we've been trying to figure out what it is ever since the end. I can totally picture, like, Faye's character being <gasps> just, like, blurting out this whole story. And, like, like these semi-transparent I, images of, like, clocks with spinning hands. Oh, like, just flying even all more descriptors that, that was good, but, like, even more. Just painting the picture using Very all her... eloquent. Yeah, all her charisma to really, like, paint a story there. What was the dwarf's name? Orin? He's a gnome. Warren. Warren. Uh, Spruce pulls out Warren's journal, which he still has, and hands it over. Because yeah, it says where he got it from. And he just says, Oh, yeah. Read this. It's right here. Okay. The, the knight reads through it, and he says, I'm sure it's no surprise to you that this place was once theirs. Not now. <laughs> we had no idea what it was. It was creepy this whole This whole territory was theirs, and we think they've come to take it back. And this orb that you've been so carelessly traveling around with is part of their ship. Not very much unlike this one, but it is a component to navigate, much like what you use on your ships on the water, setting sails, looking at the stars. 
it navigates between places and also between worlds. Could have used this thing with that door, that like not portable hole hole that led us to different worlds. Oh, that, yeah, we, we took that from your wizard friend. <laughs> yeah, they did. Mm. Hmm. He had many delightful trinkets. If nothing else, we failed in the bloodshed area of our expedition, but we've picked up some interesting things. And I'm sure it'll help them with their mission in the future. They're trying to go from world to world, killing all the mind flares. What I'm sort of wanting to, I just don't want to drag this conversation out forever. Uh, He's going to try to want to figure out like what, like what you were, what you were up to aside from, because you've been, obviously you've been directed somehow. Ah, right. Okay. So what is it that you've been asked to do? We think that you've been in contact with someone who's been turned, who's giving you directives. Hmm. I'm, I'd flat out say Elwin at this point. You're just like, is this Elwin? <laughs> <laughs> I would say Elwin. I'd facepalm. <laughs> what is he trying to accomplish through you? Uh, we're trying to bring back some lady leader who everyone loves, apparently. And uh, she's apparently a great person. She somehow vanished, and he says if we get all these components, that he can bring her back. Hmm. I have some terrible news for you. This device will likely not accomplish what he has told you. Ugh, it's for nothing. What a load of butts. (laughs) Spruce looks very dejected. So do you know where Lady Leader is? I don't know of her. Can I ask them if... The, the mind flayers or illithid are have the ability to make somebody disappear is that something they could do we believe it was them they were trying to remove threats in advance of their return but something doesn't quite make sense to us in that there's still too much chaos for them to succeed here but they are undoubtedly behind it for some reason their plans are ever unfolding ever layered like a dip so the chaos would prevent them from taking over we would think but we may be wrong holy shit new life is actually like preventing this because people can't think straight when they're on it yeah can we do they mean new life or like the dragonborn the dragonborn new life that is also something that bears their fingerprints and definitely Elwin, because that guy created Yeah, yeah. just saying, new life was created by Elwin. Elwin sent us on this mission. He said that he was trying to create something to help someone live forever. We also know from... Teller also referred to him as the man with two minds. Maybe don't bring up Teller to the... Who's Teller? Ah. <laughs> just a friend. <laughs> yeah. a friend of ours. <laughs> So we're going to go to f- this city of yours. Faster Heroes travel. Point. Nice. Going to find Elwyn, and we will make him tell us. I have to be frank. We surrendered in an effort for peace, but do you truly think you have the power to just arrive at Pharaoh's Point unopposed? We will go in quietly in the cover of night. In a giant ship. Haven't they already been there, though? They said that they were... We're working on a plan, you. (laughs) (laughs) But 
you okay. said like when we were when we did a tattoo trust i remember you saying that people were disappearing in the night mm. and that people similar to that had been spotted going in and out of different houses yep so they already are there there's some of them okay i mean it's not like they're he says we're not an invading army the chaos gives us some advantage in terms of arriving in the dark staying in the clouds until the time is right because at this point it's just like a tough trying to think of a way to be to like talk this out that you know this news that you've given us is quite disturbing yes we have been on this mission for quite some time and if it's true that we were misled by what the true goal was like it doesn't it doesn't change that our intention is to restabilize and to protect the good people of Pharaoh's Point. Like, we, we've come peacefully, and we've given up our weapons, but we're not going to stop our goal to try and save Pharaoh's Point. How do we progress from here to work together or separately? You're, they're trying to get rid of everyone who's infected by a mind flare, correct? Anyone infected by a mind flare can be used to turn on anybody already, which is disruptive to the peace. It's... Are you just opening a flask right now? No. I brought some snacks. <laughs> Do you want a glass? It's, it's a flask. Yeah. But I, I feel like... You give him a glass, it takes all the fun of the flask away. <laughs> and he's only said that he wants to see Elwyn and find out what Elwyn's done, right? He hasn't said that they're going to attack Pharaoh's point. I don't even know clearly, like... I can't imagine this is, like, fluent and detailed conversation. But more, like, blunt points. It's whatever he's saying, though, right? Yeah. So to, to Gilly's question, he'll say that there can be no victory if you want peace. It cannot be achieved until the mind flares are found and killed. And they are there somewhere in a city of almost immeasurable size, and they need to be rooted out. So that's his concise answer to that. Spruce will ask, how do we... How do we know? How do we know who are the mind flayers? Or who's been infected? And would we know if any of us were infected? Is there a way that innocent people mm. won't die? Like, could they be using new life as a way to infect people? Mm. Yeah, it's all of us talking at once, asking all these questions. Because we're, <laughs> yeah, we're all at a time. Start okay, thing. hang on. No, okay. But for real, this would yeah. be what would happen. Cause this one is at a time. Okay, whoever holds my sword gets to ask the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I use mage hand to float over to Well, I, for one, would like to ask. Sorry, I lost track of everything that was being asked. Okay, in war, innocence will will invariably suffer. And... He kind of says this in a way that you don't think that he, that they're they're very single-minded in terms of finding the mind flayers, killing the mind flayers, and killing those who they perceive to be turned or in their service. And so he expresses that that point at the end. They intend to kill anyone in the mind flayers' service. Mm-hmm. So Gilly kind of takes a second, and it's a you know I I apologize we we. Not even do we not know your names, we don't even know what species you are, but you mentioned briefly, I believe you are slaves of the Mind Flayers. So if you were once under their influence, how, how did you become free, and is there a way to free others who are under their influence? 
rather than killing them. Related, we, can I ask? Yeah. So do they do people like willingly come under their service? It sounds like no, like it's not even their choice. Is that correct? They yeah. are taken. Their personalities are broken down, and they are rebuilt one step at a time until they are completely new beings. They may have some of their old memories, they may have all of their old personality, but they are beings who have been hollowed out and replaced with something wholly evil. Manchurian Candidate style. 100% Elwin. Hmm. Some of the memories, all of the personality. I asked Faye, like, does this sound like the writings you tried to interpret? Because you're the one who read them and you tried to express it to us, but it was really confusing. It only told me about, like, different species their abilities like physical traits about them are you bringing that up yeah that, i can bring okay. up library again sure i, I, I can't remember because i asked you was like I when i was doing the explanation um so he he acknowledges that that is their cataloging that they go through like species by species dissecting them in every conceivable way not just mentally but physically dissecting to learn their weaknesses, to see how they can be best exploited, and they've found that some species are easier to exploit than others. And to Vanna's question, that they were slaves, they were not thralls. They gave us the tools to wage their wars, and in doing so, gave us the keys to our own locks. And he says to Gilly, we are the followers of Gith. Followers of Gith. Does that mean anything to any of us? E, probably not. I'm going to say no. But yeah. for... Do they says, say it as like a reverence, like a like a god? Yeah, Gith. They they call themselves the Gith Yankee or the followers of Gith. Hmm. So, this, this Gith Yankee has asked what you were trying to accomplish, and and you said that he was that you were sort of being sent around to do various things. I'm just kind of wondering if you bring up the dragon bone specifically. Did he ask specifically? I just said, I think we were collecting things to perform a ritual, is all I've said. Okay. Have you collected all the things? You'll ask that. And then Faye being as remembering as she is, and by that, I mean, forgetful, look around and go, I, 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 I don't know, have we? No. Um, we haven't. We don't have the great source of power, no. but or we have many of the material objects. We also don't have the staff. Or something of... of it was like a piece of something of great importance to Kalira or something like that. There were two other things that we needed still. The staff and the source Magic of power. power yeah. Yeah. But the staff wasn't it wasn't specifically the staff that we needed. It was just it was the item that fit the profile of what we needed. Yeah, so we don't have everything. Do you know what we could be doing? If it's not to rescue Kalira, what what perf- like ritual are we performing? Uh, the knight shakes his head. So I'd want to ask if he can, like, what are their motives generally? Is it just power, or what? why do you think they want to take over this land? It used to belong to them, and they want to reestablish. They were, they were the dominant species across countless worlds, and their empire at some point long ago collapsed. And ever since they've been trying to reestablish their old glory. They call it the Grand Design. This must have been quite some time ago as there's been a whole war raged over control. Some time ago for the Mind Flayers? Yeah. Oh, 
like generations upon generations like mm. even the like so long ago that even he doesn't know this the the true sequence of events because everyone now is so far removed he is going to say that he's going to confer with some of his associates and he's going to leave you here to sit quietly and he says just in case you're planning any sort of violence against us I want you to know that the ship is powered with our minds. So before you get any ideas about turning the tables on us, you can't fly this ship. And we are very high up. (laughs) We've been pretty cooperative. Yeah. This guy, you know what? He does not give the the impression that he's used to negotiating or talking things through peacefully. So this is... This is a stretchy... mm -hmm. I'll say, I'll try not to start any more fires... (laughs) <laughs> and see if they respond to jokes. Oh no! He's he's like halfway out the door, and he stops, and he just sort of looks over his shoulders, and he slams it shut. <laughs> Can we? Not I much think, of a sense of humor. Did you have? Did you have anything else? That well, you I don't to think say? we fully answered Gilly's question about like. Can you? Do you have to kill them, or can? Is there a way to kind of oh. rehabilitate them, or whatever? You said good question, and that was. Well, because he he had made the point that they used to be slaves, right. and essentially in the service of the mind flayers, which is the, the the phrase that they used. You also said it took them forever to train their minds against the mind flayers. Yeah, the point being though that Gilly asked, like, if you guys were under their control and you no longer are, could we do that for other people? And he said we weren't under their control; we were slaves. We weren't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So there weren't thralls; they Got were it. slaves. Yeah. So can we, now that they've left the room, can we can talk amongst ourselves? Sure. So, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> I, I think that they're coming from a good place, and I think they really do want to help, but don't understand how our ways are. And I think that they really do, I think we, we can work with them. If we explain to them and try to put some humanity mm-hmm. onto the side of, we still want to get rid of the mind flares as well, but we want to try and help the people who are here. Spruce is going to ask Gilly if, do you have any way of um, communicating with anyone at the farm? I left a scroll of sending at the farm, but I suppose that's for them to contact us. Mm. Should we tell the guys about our tattoo trust that we're able to like meet with Elwyn and meet him somewhere? That he could, they could use us as bait almost just to bring him out because he trusts us. Because I, I would hold, like hold to that be, thought. Okay. Um, we need to get a message. To the farm because after what I saw and the way that Shigar behaved and everything that we're hearing now, I strongly suspect that he may be Oh a thrall. Yeah. Because they and didn't he knows say he had the smell on him and he wasn't in contact with the orb. Though he and was um, or acting normally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, though he was down below. But and he after I when I found him, he was being attacked by one of these things. I fought it off, but I didn't kill it, and he seemed upset by that. He said I should have killed it, and he said he was gonna run. He he was gonna go find another one because he thought there was another one. And he knows where the farm is. He doesn't know what we were doing there, but at least my people know that he wasn't trusted, and he won't be treated because he wasn't allowed at the farm. He turned yeah. around. I know, but this guy is a, a war hardened. This is not somebody who's going to easily be shooed away by a couple of thieves. No offense. 
Um, <laughs> do you have a, Did you leave them a scroll of sending? It, it left them a scroll of sending, yeah. But that they'd have to, to use you? it to contact me. Yeah. Doesn't work vice versa? No, it's not like the eye parchment. Is there a way that Martin can get word to them quickly? Um, that's possible. I would ask him It'd if be my had, only route. Because everybody has something they can write to him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I can contact with Martin, like, in confidential way. We just, we need to warn them. Fair they enough. need to, they need to be, I mean, we need to protect yeah. Anna. Spruce saying that, then I'll write out a message to Martin of urgent contact across the guild. And in complete, like, thieves can't, on my best encryption, I'll include essential information that kind of, it's going to be hard to say, but, like, a threat has infiltrated Pharaoh's Point and many places across the land. Anyone could be a spy. Elwyn is heavily suspect. Uh, please send word across the guild to, I don't know, lay low and... And Shigar. And then, yeah, a specific message about, please try to send word, a warning. Or help. Trust no one, yeah. Shigar <laughs> could be a risk. So he sends a lot to Martin. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, keep cool, low, cool. don't tell. Like, I would be like, don't tell Elwyn, don't tell yeah, already, the rest. Yeah, set a point about not trusting him and that anyone could be. But no one else, even in our tattoo trust, even within our thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now, well, this I didn't is... do it over the tattoo, I did yeah, it through. I'm saying to not to make sure to mention it, not to anyone yes. on our council. Yeah, full guild security clearance. <laughs> I don't know. This is one other thing we do have going for us right now, too, depending on what they these guys are going to say, but they asked, you know, do we have all the things that we've been searching for? And while we don't, um, even the things that we do have, the resistance isn't aware of it. Elwyn doesn't know that we have the dragon bone. Shigar doesn't know. Mm, Can I offer a point of correction on that? You told Elwyn you did have it. Did we? Vanna told him. I did? Yep. When? On your journey to Tall Hill. Said uh, he asked, were you successful in securing Dragonbone? Oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> Was so. that your actual words? Just, yep. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I really don't remember that. Oh, no. Okay, well, I mean, okay. unless he gave message to Shigar, Shigar doesn't know. But Shigar asked us, though. And we didn't say that we did. Yeah, but if Elwin knew and he left after, yeah. then Elwin told him. I'm, I can't say for certain, but I'm believing the cakes is that if... One member of the Mind Flayers knows all Mind Flayers know. Do we have any mm. history of Mind Flayers that we would ha- know? Now that we know the name? If we want to s- sort of insert these questions back into that conversation. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> then in, in terms of... Can we roll a history check through anything we've seen or now that we have a name? I don't think so because like the, these these guys are even like outside of legend. Okay. Like th- they're sense. just totally non-entities in terms like history has forgotten them totally. Um, but if you wanted to have sort of pose these questions before, if he's coming back, we can ask him. Sure, he'll come back at some point. Yeah, probably leave you guys for a bit. Okay, well, I guess we can get to that then. Uh, were there any other topics you were going to discuss? I mean, the the main thing that I think that they're going to want to figure out is how to draw these mind flares out without drawing too much attention to themselves 
or to you if you're working so alongside is he them. Coming back in. I mean, are you, if you can call for him, if you want. Can I just make one more point? I just think we should make sure we fully understand their motives. Like, is it just that they want to get rid of the Illithid? But, or do they want to seek power in some way? Because they said they're loyal to... I mean, that's why I was concerned about them wanting to, like, take out anyone <clears throat> under their control. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we can, we can ask that when they come in, then. Like, what's your... What do you get from this in the end? And mm-hmm. then also, we have a plan where I think that we ask Elwyn to meet us somewhere when we get to town. A, a safe spot and... Or we say we've accomplished everything. We have all the resources we yeah. need. We're able mm-hmm. to do the ritual. I'm just saying, but we draw them out in some way. Yeah. Even I mean, yeah, that would be a pretty guaranteed way, I'd think, to draw them out. Yeah. I mean... We, he knows that we don't have a great power, though, or the staff of Clearer, because that was something we had to come back when... Well, he doesn't know we don't. Okay. Another thing to keep in mind, then, is if we have reason, reasonable... Um, or if it's reasonable to think that new life is allowing the mind flayers to infect or kind of start the process of, of taking control of people. We now have this weapon against that, right? We've created a cure for it. That's something that if we can mass produce, you know, maybe they don't know if we can, if we can uh, turn people back who have been infected, but maybe this is an answer for that. We left before we could get the majority of our, samples mm-hmm. i think we have very little on us yeah i think we have one right mm-hmm. well one of each type that you had taken uh and i used one on cigar true so we have one smoke one smoke one <laughs> mm-hmm. the um so if you're gonna call the the get the yankee back in if you're not sorry ask him do the mind flares all connect if one person knows something do every does everyone under their their thrall know that thing the mind flayers share one single intelligence like the borg sure i've never heard of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they the they share the intelligence of all of the individuals that they've consumed all of the races that they've conquered and so every single mind flayer is as intelligent as the smartest of your people, let's say. They have the memories of generations and countless years, and so time is nothing to them. What they want is to multiply. They will make more of themselves by putting a small tadpole into your ear or into your eye, and it attaches itself to your mind until you transform into a blue-skinned tentacled monstrosity. What? (laughs) (laughs) What we want, it has been the mission of the Gith Yankee, it has been at the core of our beings ever since time immemorial (laughs) that they are wiped out to extinction, not one whiff of them left because then they can keep doing this even mm-hmm. if it's just one they will never stop and neither will we is that truly your only motivation don't you want power Are you we're not s- conquerors we but, are raiders but who is it tell us more about who it is you're loyal to 
or what? <laughs> Gith, I guess, right? Whatever their god is. Hmm. They say that Gith was their one of their old, like, forebears that helped throw off the the mind flayers in their rebellion that eventually freed them. Right now, the Gith Yankee society is ruled by a queen named Vlakith. Does that help? Yeah. I just want to clarify with them that, you know, my object, our objective is to get Kalira back and back as our rightful leader. And I just want to reassurance that they're not going to stand in our way of that. And maybe just stress the point that, you know, we want her back as our leader because she led us through peace times. You know, after the war, she was the one who established this community of peace and and she was just and and whatever. And while we would resist any citizens who fell under the control of these mind flares, we don't wish to kill citizens of Pharaoh's Point or of this land. We would much prefer to find a way to save as many people as possible. That's nice. But I also see your point where if one of them is left, they can keep doing this. So what if there was a way that we could change them back? Would you be open to that, at least? If it, if we could, if it worked, like if we knew that it worked? I guess. It's not as fun, though. We will not rule out any tool if it means victory. The Mind Flayers cannot be changed back. Let me make that clear. Once... Blue once, and scaly? Y- <laughs> what? Once they're blue and scaly? They're not scaly, they're slimy. It's like they're covered in a thin coating of phlegm. Mm. Instead of... Yeah, instead of nose, you have tentacles. You get the old blue and goo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once, once you have been transformed. I asked them how long have you been fighting against them like we as a people sure yeah since the very like since since the beginning and if i can be so bold it was you who followed us into the fiery wastelands mm-hmm. and we fought you off there mm-hmm. and potentially only because we chose to surrender and come with you we joined you now and you've been fighting for so long can I boldly say that without looking for assistance from the people of this land, no matter what you may think of us, what do you have that's different than before that makes you think you can accomplish your goal? And in that sense, I'm trying to present to them reasoning that working with us and our connections might be a resource that could finally get them to a point where we're, uh, success is achievable. You can go ahead and roll a persuasion check with advantage. Ooh. Ten. <laughs> roll the same thing twice. <sighs> he looks like he's sort of chafing a bit under your... Like, like, it's not quite a lecture that you're giving him, but it's... You're not unkind, but you're, like, to the point. Mm-hmm. And he kind of lightens up a bit, and he says... I like you. Hmm. <laughs> well, it sounds like the Mind Flayers take no allies, only slaves and thralls. And to defeat them, 
I cannot imagine you can use the same ways. They'll make allies if they are desperate, but normally, no, they, they deceive, they insinuate, they infiltrate, they take over. Then it would be best to bring as many onto our side and leave them no, uh, no one to assist them. We would have brought a stronger force from our home, but it was only seemingly by chance that we managed to drift through some kind of passageway into this world. They mentioned that they took a few items, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Did they specifically mention the portable door, I'll call it? And now they just said they, they came over to this... I'll, I'll, like, get them to re-clarify. So it's like, you came to this plane somewhat by accident then? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, just to sort of... I don't want to speak in, like, too confusing terms. Their ships kind of made it through, like, the 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 barrier almost like finding a hole in the ozone layer sort of thing so they've kind of have wound up here because they were tracking the mind flares but it's largely by chance that they were actually able to get through but yeah they do have the well of many worlds but they might not know what it is right I'm pretty sure the reason i said was oh that would that black orb would have been great to use with that hmm portable world jumping thing <laughs> yeah. which I knew you're talking about but there's still like a language barrier who knows if they really understood and I'll say to them like we know of a device that seems to be able to bridge um, or to create an opening between worlds it is possible that if we choose to cooperate we could use this bridge to connect you back to where you're from do you say that it's like one of the things that they took not specifically, mm. just that we know of an item that can do this. Mm. He says, and what would you want in return from us? Open and free cooperation. He nods pensively and says again that there's no, there's no point in them even discussing, like, going home until the Mind Flayers are dead. I don't say this so that you can go home. I say this so we can draw more strength to this front. Interesting. Interesting. I think these are all moves we should discuss after finding out what we know from Elwyn, though, too. To bring someone in that we believe is for sure captured and to get information from him that mm -hmm. tells us what the ultimate goal is. Maybe we can still do it with who we have. Maybe we can't. Now, I'm presenting the information in this way to build ourselves up that we have resources that they won't be able to use unless they treat us more as equal partners that we can't just be like used or killed off and stolen from like it won't work unless we're alive and willing I would like to say that we're useful and that we have a way to draw out Elwyn in a safe and clandestine way that wouldn't involve hurting a lot of people outside like hurting other people we can bring him to you we have a way to communicate with him, and we also know where the secret, our secret hideout is. And we have the allegiance of a few factions in the area. And their warriors and resources could let support. That's a very dangerous line to walk, trying to deceive them. Failure at this point, letting them know that we are onto them, would be a disaster. And frankly, we don't have to deceive them. We have what they want. 
if we were to if we did not meet you if we did not gain this information at some point we would return and meet up and continue with the ritual so in that sense there's no need for deception they're expecting us so you're thinking we shouldn't disappoint <laughs> give them what they want bring them to the surface with a little something extra and then when they show their faces we'll cut those faces right off along with the rest of their stupid heads <laughs> <laughs> stupid heads as long as there's tentacles attached <laughs> so spruce this whole time has been very concerned <laughs> for the friends at, at our friends at the farm um spruce is going to ask if they have if they had more uh men on the ground i guess more people back in tall hill where we were they they all left like they they all kind of they came to sort of get the orb and you along with it and so they kind of didn't have a reason to stick around do you have ways to communicate magically across distances did you steal anything useful from that tower we were just in? Just so I know what you're wanting to get at. Like, are you wanting to know if they can communicate with other ships? Or, like, back to, to the farm. Like, and even saying in response to, to Spruce that, like, we left allies behind and, and they'll be very concerned about what's happened to us. Well, and I mean, not just that, but the allies we left behind are potentially... In danger? potentially in danger and potentially very helpful in what we're trying to accomplish. So you want us to turn around and go back? I mean... If we're not that far out. Yeah, if (laughs) that's a possibility. And if we're going to decide to move forward working together... It's almost a necessity. Spruce just wants to go back for dog. At the least, if you have any intention of gaining more support from your people, possibly bringing more through into this world, we can't go straight to Pharaoh's point. You don't think we have the strength here to do what needs to be done? I think if you had the strength, you wouldn't have need to come for us. I think maybe in this, in this situation, strength isn't all that we need. And we have other resources. So I just want to, like, what what information are you offering in terms of, like, to convince him to go back? I think he's going to want to know, like, what you're going back for. Okay. New life cure. Bruce is going to say, based on everything that we've been talking about, it sounds like new life may be the way that the Mind Flayers are, are at least, if nothing else, sort of planting a seed. Um, or putting people in a, a state of mind where they are much more susceptible to being turned. We have developed um, a weapon against new life. We have developed something that will disrupt the spread of it and stop it in its tracks even if someone has already um, been infected by new life itself and we have the means of potentially mass producing it but those means were left behind why should I believe that this isn't some kind of trap for us I will tell you right now that 
the reason I'm most concerned is that I believe that uh, our allies there may be in danger, and I believe they are in danger because of someone who I called a friend. It was someone who you, who your people attacked. Did they go back and get the other guy that I told them about? I guess, <laughs> or did yeah, he like misty step back him. into the? So maybe ask yeah. to like speak to that guy. Yeah, if that guy's here, the You're person worried. that he attacked in the room, it was my friend. But I, after everything we've talked about, I'm, I, I think that he probably has been turned. So I'm, I'm. I'm telling you right now, going into this, there is a very good chance of danger. You probably will be in danger, and I want you to be prepared for it. This is not a person who is who should be taken lightly. It's not an ambush, but he is dangerous. People who are pretty focused on killing anyone who could be spreading mind flares, that would make sense, right? Right, yeah, but he's also not, like, totally... So, like trusting of of you guys yet we, we can say we'll stay on board only one of you go down first and look around make sure I, I would just say as a scout like I'm not saying confront him <laughs> it's like one person go down look to see what we're talking about this cabin we just need to get everyone out of it and everything and that's in it out of it and then you can try and find the guy we'll tell you what he looks like we'll stay still stay up here and you can Send as many or as little as you want. Can Fay roll persuasion? Yep. I can tell this is going to be a big number. <laughs> you can guess 28. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, fine, you pick one, one other. Two of you will go down with a few of us. And we'll assess the situation. Picking teams in school again, uh, and I don't like none of you. Um, <laughs> I guess the most logical would be Spruce. Guess he's battle ready. I guess, and he knows what he's looking for. And Dog will listen to him because Dog doesn't follow me anywhere. He's such a good boy. No. <laughs> He's, he doesn't follow her anyways. Such a good boy. <laughs> uh, I okay. trained him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Little did you know. Okay, so uh, a few minutes pass. Like, he leaves. You feel the a slight tilt. And you feel the ship sort of turning around. They come back a few minutes after that. They return... Faye's weapons and Spruce's weapons. They take you up to the top deck. Gilly and Vanna, they're going to leave you in the room unless you make a fuss. I mean, not initially. It's not that I wouldn't want to, like, be like, hey, can we look around your ship while this is happening? Like, never seen an airship like this before. Can you ask them why it has a dragon under it? Because if they just accidentally came in, dragons are so significant. To I don't them. know if this one's shaped like a dragon, like the other one, because you said it was different. But sorry, I meant like it's different from any sort of like normal ship functioning Pla- plane. Yeah, plane. But it still has yeah. the same style to it. Still the dragon style. Yeah. yeah. I mean, while they're gone, I might ask more because we talked about how we had the dragon wars here, and they obviously use some of that imagery. So I'd be interested in their history. Like, yeah. do they know the dragons? Are mm. they familiar with them? 
It's Dragonbone and Blue. I talk about how they're all gone, and we thought this whole thing was just about, like, finding where the dragons had gone. Anyways, I was just Candace asking if you guys could do that. <laughs> All right, yeah, we can get to that. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, okay. Gilly, Gilly's happy to stay back because I seem to have like a like back and forth with them, so I'd continue to try and like make relations. Maybe just before we go up deck, um, Gilly still has the portable hole, right? Yep, I do. Maybe give it to me because <laughs> we're gonna need to load up all the dragon bone into it right yeah if you, if you ask me for that mm, then, yeah. then yeah so just before they take us up spruce will ask these guys are for sure gonna know we have dragon bone by the way because after this yeah. <laughs> we haven't been intentionally keeping it from them no we just didn't know it was significant to mention better for them to know than for uh shigar to get his hands on it if he is in fact turned tim's got a weird smile on his face i'm not sure i like it oh no <laughs> If it's a good thing because I made a good point, or if it's a bad thing because... <laughs> yeah, you'll find out. <laughs> okay, so the ship sort of, air quote, lands. It kind of hovers above the ground, and you're able to sort of hop off. They'll let Giladab and Vena onto the top deck, but, like, you're being followed around pretty... That's fine. Like, if you're in North Korea and you're a visiting journalist... I'd like, let them fo- give me the tour and, like, ask questions and... Okay, so you hop down just outside of town. It's like not near the house, the farmstead. Like if that's well, where we need to be, why would we park way? The farm far is away? just outside of town. Yeah, yeah, not like a super far distance. Like you, you're within I don't know fifty or sixty yards of it, and it's still like the rain has abated somewhat. It's still middle of the night. Not much time has passed, and you get to the to the home and you're challenged immediately when you are uh, walking up by Lilith who doesn't recognize she's like are you t- are you okay I don't who's with you Faye Spruce are you guys okay we're all good we're okay they're with us are they're you okay <laughs> is everyone here okay who are these no we're not okay Shigar storms through here he took the effing bone and he rode off on his horse all of it? Well, you, if I'm not mistaken, you love, you didn't leave a huge amount. Like, it's not like you emptied out the portable yeah. hole. Yeah, right? I still have a note that there's some dragon bone in the hole. Uh... Clarnell lost a finger. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not there. So I'm going to look to see what the reaction of the guys who are with us when he says the bone. When she says the bone, what they react to that as. Do they have any reaction to it? So did you tell them... I'm just trying to recap because a lot of things were said. Did you tell them that that was a necessary component? I don't think we ever mentioned Dragon Bone. No, we didn't mention Dragon Bone. Nope, never said the words. He just asked... You asked something. No, you didn't. You asked if we had seen Dragon Bone. The Mm. word bone was never mentioned (laughs) by either party. Uh, Lilith imparts that no one is seriously hurt. Like, everyone's still fine. He just kind of went through there in a hurry, took the stuff, and then left. Did he take the cure? No, he didn't. How long ago was he here? How long have you guys been gone? Like half a, half an hour maybe? Like less than an hour, let's say? I say we run back to the ship if we can get further ahead of him. 
Which direction did he go? I was trying to make sense of everything that was happening. He rode off in one direction. The tracks are turned to mud. He's probably going back to Bolt, uh, Boltbrook or Pharaoh's well, Point. Like Pharaoh's Point would make more sense. It wouldn't make sense it's all for him one to go path, back to Well, I think the road goes back to Boltbrook and then yeah. from there back to Pharaoh's Point. Brita shows up and she says, she looks at, oh wait, Van is not there. She says, Vanna can track him. All right, I say we run back to the ship, like load up and say, come with us, I guess. That's the best way. Leave your two thieves people, though, to stay back. Oh, yeah, they'd probably stay there. He's already been through, and he's left town. Yeah. As a person that's not there, like, Enna's there. She's obviously had her work interrupted by losing her resources, but there is still some left in the portable hole that you have. Yeah, but the fact that Dragonbone was one of the things they needed, and he just got some and ran off with it. Yeah, like, that's bad, that's but bad. she could continue to work. Sure. At, at this point, I think that's less pressing. Mm-hmm. Well, what would we do? Because unfortunately, Gilly's not here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if I'm there and I'm thinking, I would say that the two thieves people need to stay behind and watch over the homestead as Gilly intended uh, to send word if anyone comes back. And then I would sort of just say, uh, trust no one. We aren't sure what's happening. Only words from Gilly. Only Gilly's thieves can't means anything. To only do that. And then say, everyone else come back to the ship. If we leave now, we might be able to catch him. The Githyanki says, we're not taking all of these people. So you have the two thieves people. You have Teller, Lilith, Brita, and the two wizards. He says, (laughs) pick one. (sighs) Everyone else stays behind. If this place is so important to you, you'll need them to guard it anyways. We this need. is Tim's way of weeding out the NPCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Which is good. I don't yeah. want to lose all the people. Uh, Anna. I, Anna needs to come. No. Really? No. That doesn't make sense. No. That's who you would no, take? So. No, I'd say Brita. Or, um, yeah, Brita or... Uh, I'd say the wizards need to stay back. Lilith, even. Like, the fighters. But I'd say the wizards need to stay back with Teller. The thieves can watch over them. They're at the homestead. I think Enna, like we said... But obviously they're not very helpful if Shigar just stormed in and took all this stuff and left. <laughs> like, it's not like they did. A, granted, we did say fighters, he was a friendly, so... So Lilith can stay back to guard, and we're going to bring Brita, because she's family, and go from there. All right, so then should we leave Dragonbone for Enna to keep working? Would you, as Bruce, think to do that? Well, I thought to bring her on the ship so she, so she could keep working on it. Um... Did we have anything else important in the portable hole? The the only thing was like the black orb before she I she took it out. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna walk up to Enna then, and I'll hand her the portable hole. No, no, don't give her the whole portable hole. I guess I'll dump the bones out of it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're gonna cut back to the ship here. While you, while you think about what you want to do. As they bicker. So <laughs> I picture that's your actual conversation. <laughs> yes. Don't give her the whole hole. What do you want me to dump the bones out? <laughs> yeah. The married couple. So I can see, like, Gil, I, I think Gilladob has the improved or superior dark vision. You can just see, like, Bru- uh, Spruce and Faye, like, gesticulating, like, with their hands. <laughs> it's like watching on The Sims. <laughs> the Sims, when two people are having an argument. <laughs> So you and you ask the Gith Yankee about the dragon design. Yes. All right. So he says, one of them like chuckles and says in like very rough common, says, 
The dragons are not here, but they went somewhere. So are they in your world? No, it was a world that we wanted to raid. They got there first. See, we heard of this place filled with peaceful people, place of happiness and no weapons, no defenses. We went there thinking they'd be easy prey. Dragons went ended up there somehow, sent there by someone, and now those people are conquered. People are conquered by the dragons? Hmm. No longer your problem, but someone else's. Hmm. Remember when they sent them to another plane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the evil dragons, for the most part. Well, yeah, yeah but the, the evil outnumbered them, mm-hmm. I guess. So, that's a problem for another day. We fought against them, learned great respect for their power, made allies with a few, but we won't go back there. Yes, we've sought the power of the dragons ourselves. And though this current issue with the Mind Flares is more pressing, eventually we may come back to deal with with that. I'm sure you saw the evil dragons, but there's there were some of their kind that were peaceful and helped this land to be prosperous. Maybe they're still alive somewhere, but all we saw was death. We'll cut back to you guys, to Faye and Spruce. What's happening? Don't give her the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, it's important and it's useful for us. Give her some bone. Okay, I unfold the no. hole and I chuck a bunch of... And load up the cures that she has made into the portable hole for us to take back with her. Us. Are they in, like, glass vials? That doesn't seem safe. Oh, my gosh. No, they're they're like in little satchels. It's okay. a pocket yeah. dimension. And the What's world gonna, doesn't move it doesn't around. Rattle around. I, Spruce is not an expert on pocket dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you been in it before? Good God! Do we ever put any of us inside? We've been inside it. I've been yeah. inside. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do I remember things from in the you, pocket you dimension? You have no idea how many holes Spruce has found himself in. <laughs> <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> yep, that's me. Probably wondering why I got how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> um, if okay. Yankee's like, make a decision. So I give her a bunch of bones. I bone and a. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I was more thinking you threw her a bone. But anyway. <laughs> and um, I guess I take the cures that she's made. I put them in the portable hole. I take the portable hole back. I give dog a pat <laughs> and I say alright we need to get back to the ship and I look at the rest of the crew who we're not taking with us because we're bringing Brita right and I say um, guard her pointing at Anna uh, guard her and and the bones with your life and then I look back and say and him too and point to tell her so the Githyanki looks at you and, and Brita says okay Let's go find your friend.
Okay, so uh, Candace and me, Tim, are reading <laughs> limericks for all of our Kickstarter backers. So this is for Sarah's group. Sarah, Matt, Alex, Phil, and Rowan. Seems like the names keep on going. You gave a cool hundo for some one-shot fundo. Thanks for all that cash we'll be blowing. Yeah, I still have to do the the one-shot for uh, Sarah's group, so that one-shot fundo hasn't happened yet, but it will. So this next one is for Andrew Kolb, who... Uh, supported us on Kickstarter, and also recently did our new logo, which is so, so awesome. So cool. Uh, Andrew Kolb is a man of great legend. To our Kickstarter campaign, he pledged an artiste debonair with impeccable hair. And in his D&D campaign, I'm a fledgling. Fledgling being I'm a like a level four <laughs> cleric with very few hit points. Pledged. <laughs> Listen, we had to get creative with these. I was there, I know. Yeah. I'll also read the next one, I think, <laughs> for Josh Crotty. A fan by the name of Josh Crotty, who's known far and wide as a hottie. The, this artist of pain pledged and made it rain, and I'd like him to tattoo my body. I'm really glad that's the uh, version we went with. yeah i mean there were some there were some alternate rhymes floating around there uh some alternate (laughs) verbs but uh yeah you know what if i was ever to find myself in uh, his neck of the woods in the states i'd probably look him up get some ink get some more ink something to go with my existing tattoos okay why don't you do connor i actually just talked to connor last night uh, or sorry, I should say yesterday <laughs> afternoon. He's great, and much like Ryan, he has some very interesting ideas. Oh. Now, is he doing the? He's the co-hosting. Yeah, he. Yeah, he was. We were talking uh, and recorded uh, about an hour and a half. We're going to talk again. All right, this one's for Connor. McMahon, am I thankful for Connor? To receive his pledge was an honor. When he co-hosts his cast, he'll surely kick ass, and all of our players will be goners. Wait, and all of the players will be goners. Was that still okay? Yeah. Okay. And very accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm worried. <laughs> it keeps, these people keep giving you ideas. And it's going to change how nice you are to us. Well, yeah, well, I mean, the, they're just, the ideas are so good, even if they're a bit tough. <laughs> Creatively challenging. That's more uh, creatively challenging. I like that. Yeah. Why don't you do the next one as well? W. Stouffer, I think it's S T O U F F E R. Okay. W. Stouffer pledged to our story a tale sometimes droll, sometimes gory. We'd stalk you online, but we don't have the time, so we don't know your first name. We're sorry. I'm pretty sure I could like look at the email that's in <laughs> Kickstarter and see what the actual name is, but at this point, I just don't want to ruin like the mystique. Okay, uh, next up to thank Darren Hughes. Actually, that's the first line. I I didn't realize it. Okay, Darren Hughes. Next up to thank... Candace, quiet! (laughs) Okay. Next up to thank Darren Hughes, for whom Agarand was a muse. Your drawing, we must say, really blew us away. Maybe one day we can buy you some brews. Okay. 
as in beer. <laughs> you know what? The limericks are always better when you have to explain them at the end <laughs> awkwardly. <laughs> so much better. This next one is for Nick Clemens. Nick Clemens, we are thankful for you. You gave more than a dollar or two. Though we joked about your name, you must know that was tame, next to our self-directed abuse. Meaning that we make fun of each other much more (laughs) intensely and with greater violence. (laughs) You know what? It's a sign of affection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always say the nicer I am to you, the less friends we are. The meaner I am, the closer we are. So Nick, you're getting on up there. Almost almost appro- approaching Carson levels of affection. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to ever reach Carson levels of affection in our group. <laughs> he took on his own entity. All right, Tim Obermuller. And now to the great DM Tim. The one in our podcast, not him. Obermuller is his name and great ideas his game. By comparison, our humble host seems dim. Do you want to do uh, Fozzie Peach as well? Sure. Another whose real name's out of reach, our awesome supporter, Fozzie Peach. Could you be a Muppet? Our own fuzzy puppet? We love you, and that's no figure of speech. Maybe one day we can play D&D with Fozzie Peach. Yeah. Okay, this next one's for Garrison Garcia. Garrison Garcia has a name we adore. Alliteration has us yearning for more. You gave us some money, so we wrote something funny. Before moving all that money offshore. <laughs> so we can avoid paying taxes on it. I mean, that last line was not part of the limerick. Ugh, I messed it up. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? It, it still makes sense. It still makes sense. But it's- yeah. Thank you, Garrison. We had to rhyme that last thing with something. So we were joking about tax evasion, which is no laughing matter. Okay, yeah, no, no Candace can't stop laughing at about it. <laughs> oh, how we appreciate Sean Tadson, incomparably cool and radson. He pledged to our cause. For that, we give applause. And we're so glad that he's not a ghost Carson. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll try again. Sorry, and Matt made some <laughs> No, that was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> Forgot that it was ghost Carson. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, God. All right, so this last one for Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard of Beard and of Brawn. Once alive, now he's buried in my lawn. And his organs I'm hoarding. Good thing I'm not recording. Oh, shit, wait, is this thing still on? Um, I mean, Ryan is alive and well. I'm Ryan, can you not tell? A live human living my best. That last part was merely in jest. Being alive and not dead sure is swell. I think that works. Cool. I've no I, I can't remember why we decided like, hey, let's joke about having killed Ryan. Thanks for helping me read these limericks. We hope everyone enjoyed them. 